3SFX presents the Hindu Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I'm T. Sterling Watson. And I'm Courtney. This is the Indu Podcast for Drive Time Meets Late Night Talk Show as we aim to entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape with uh, knowledge and nonsense. Got a little tongue tied there. Thank you for talking by and pressing play. We're recording live from somewhere in, I guess, this universe. Well, we're here to talk about everything, everywhere, all at once. The hit film from actually last year that is making waves this year, the Oscars and everything, everywhere, all at once, all the time. Courtney, how are you doing? I am fabulous. I am fabulous. I'm even better now that I've seen this movie, not once, but twice. <laughs> I know. I was like so excited. First of all, I was excited when you said you were first watching it, like at all. I'm like, yeah. oh my God. And I was just, yeah, <laughs> I was, I was giddy with nerdgasms and everything. And I'm like, okay, I, I can't wait. And I'm so glad that you did what you did, which was basically text me throughout and then yep. kind of reliving through you or through your text, what you were feeling, the emotions, the tears. Well, we're going to get into it. We're, we're, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And clearly by now, if you haven't seen it yet, you're going to get spoilers throughout. That's yep. the ma- that's the majority of what this episode is about. We're also going to talk about Tenet, which is another heady, trippy movie, which uh, we'll we'll get into because I know you had thoughts, and also Daniel had thoughts, but oh, then again, also thoughts. Ashley had thoughts. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear her thoughts well, as well. Well, Ashley, she didn't have thoughts on Tenet, at least not that she can probably remember. Because uh, we didn't go back and rewatch it like I was hoping we would. We ended up mm-hmm. watching last night. We watched You People, which is new on Netflix. Um, no, it wasn't bad. It was it was funny. And then it got like, oh, not not as funny. Because, I mean, it's yeah. basically a rom-com and a retelling of um, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. So, Oh, yeah. OK. OK. I wasn't sure what that one was about, but that is right up my alley. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's not bad. Like. I will say, don't listen to, and I mean, I've been doing this more and more often, the The further away, the further away I am from regular Twitter, the mm-hmm. more enjoyable life seems to be because mm-hmm. everyone would like to kind of, you know, hate on things like this is wrong for this reason. I'm like, yeah, I want to, I want to enjoy something, please. <laughs> yeah. But we're not here to discuss that movie today. So. Your, I mean, because it's still fresh on your mind. Like you just watched it twice. What mm-hmm. were like your? And this is a really loaded question, but your re- initial reaction when you ended it the first time? It was like I so. I mean, okay. So the whole the movie is a roller coaster, right? So mm-hmm. it starts chaotically, and it it continues to be chaotic, and it ends chaotically. But in the, but in in between all of the chaos, there's like comedy and there's drama and there's like relatability <laughs> and there's what did you say? I said absurdity at, at some point. Oh, so much absurdity, like like to the point where it's like, oh, you had me and then this what is going on? And then they bring it all mm-hmm. together and and it, it and it works like, I, of course, I've started to deep dive on it and I've read like several reviews and. One review poignantly said, 
you know, there were so many ways that this movie could have gone wrong, but mm. it didn't. Like, they made it work. They made it, because that's how I felt about it, too. It's like, oh, my God. Th- in what other movie can you throw in butt plugs as part of the plot, like yep. an actual part of the plot, and it, mm-hmm. it work? <laughs> like, it's not, it's, it's not a, uh, it's so good. And so that this is, this is, this is, not exactly my initial thought um uh, because i've had more time to think on it and and read about it and you know i mm-hmm. guess my mm-hmm. first thought would actually be like holy uh fill in the blank <laughs> right <laughs> what a movie oh my god that was amazing and then i started to like break down every part of it that i loved every everything that worked for it i mean i don't know that there's anything that didn't work for it. matter of fact i think some of my first thoughts initial thoughts was this is a perfect movie this is i've only mm-hmm. seen a few perfect movies or watched a few perfect like shows or series or whatever even yeah, with we may have discussed a few of them here i think yeah i, I really want to say did we put inception in that list probably I'm not sure if we did. i would have i would have put inception okay. in there yeah, but okay. you know, there's only even even perfect movies have flaws, and even perfect uh, movies and franchises have things that you may want to change or whatever. I honestly don't know what I would have changed in this movie at all, um, and mm-hmm. I don't think that that's a that's a good like determining factor of perfection because um, I don't think perfection of a of a work has to be like flawless because I don't know that that exists. Except when I look at this movie, like, I, I don't know if there's anything that I would have changed. I really don't because, because every, even if, go ahead. I'm sorry, Cole, because there's also just so much packed into this movie. There's so that much e- in there. Like, there's really, what could you change? And even that's addressed in the movie itself. And it takes, it does take multiple viewings to kind of really comprehend everything that's happening everywhere mm-hmm. all at once. Um, yeah. It, I'm just going to find ways just to, I, I wasn't even looking for it, but I'm just going to drop it in anytime it's there. Anyway, Do it. <laughs> um, because even as you're talking about, like, what would you change? That was just like, even a, not even a, it is a concept. Yeah. It's a concept of why this woman was chosen, uh, Evelyn, yeah. the, our, our hero, because mm-hmm. this particular universe that she's in, she has made choices that like leading like this is your worst version of yourself. This and is your you, and I loved that. Oh I mean I told and you, you have so many hmm? yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm that's that's one of the things I loved about it too is like I think I was texting you during the movie is I love how I mean I may maybe was 10 minutes in and I was like, oh my God, I love this because A, Michelle Yao, but B, mm-hmm. like Michelle Yao is a everyday well, she's an immigrant, but she's no buts, but she's an immigrant. She's an everyday person just trying to live life, just trying to do her job. She's handling, you know, more more than she can, you know, take on right now, but yeah. she's gotta figure it out. And and she's like not a young person. She ain't old by any means, but she's a she's not a young person, and yet she is the hero of the story. And I'm like, mm. that's refreshing in and of itself. Um mm-hmm. And I just oh, I loved it. I loved that. But also, she is hurt. We learn later that she, this Evelyn in this universe, in this story, is the worst version of herself. And that's why she is the one to do it, because she literally fails at everything 
uh, that she has put her mind to thus far, but she can do anything and she just hasn't accessed that. She hasn't tapped into that part of herself mm-hmm. yet. And that right. is a concept I haven't seen yet, which I, I loved it. And and the fact that, uh, and this was going back to the point about what you would change. And that's actually just her. Like she would, because she has so many like different little variations of making a choice, something to change. That's why she mm-hmm. has so many other options of mm-hmm. versions of her that she can tap in, into. Yep. She has to do something really dramatic in order to mm-hmm. tap into that other obscure universe, which yep. um, I'll, I'll bring uh, Ashley in at this point where I'm well, not literally, but the <laughs> thing that she walked away from the second viewing is, and, and we're just making jump, uh, Rakakuni. Because mm-hmm. she just will <laughs> say that just randomly at times. And now even yeah. Ken's like, what are you guys talking about? And like, it's something in a movie <laughs> that you'll watch someday later because more than likely. Later in your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's, and I forgot it was rated R until I'm like, oh, right. That's right. Because um, there's there's violence <laughs> and, so and language. Violence. So. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. But I mean, violence in creative ways too of, of uh, right. our, our antagonist who will make someone explode into confetti so yeah yeah hard, I, like understanding her power is still something that boggles my mind and i know it's yeah. been explained but it's like so too I much for figured me. her out yeah i haven't figured her out too because i've understood i understand that she sees everything all at once but and so but how does she so i'm at first i was like okay her power jobu jabaku jabaku right because well <laughs> I, I wasn't i wasn't even going to attempt so congratulations to, and kudos to you because i was trying to say both Aye. words but Aye. but i mean i've seen it twice in two days too so there we go right. but anyway <laughs> jobu jabaku's um power i my theory i haven't read anything about it but my theory is because she can see and kind of access all of her cells, um, either she can access one of her cells that has powers to do that, or she somehow can bring like confetti man into this reality. I'm more inclined to Mm. believe like the first one, um, Mm -hmm. but I'm not sure because that, that is something that I didn't quite understand how she was able to do that. How are you able to turn things into basically whatever you see them to be. But remember when the, it was just, they were themselves as rocks, joy and Evelyn Mm. were rocks on the planet Mm -hmm. with no other life. Um, Basically after her breakdown and she started, she started moving and she like turned around with the googly eyes and then joy's like, no, you're not supposed to do that here. You're, that you're not supposed to do that here and then and then Evelyn's like no I can do whatever I want so I'm wondering if you you know are able to just reach that I guess god-like status once you're able to once your mind is strong enough to not fracture under the immense like crazy pressure it must be under just to access all of your universes all of yourselves at once Maybe you reach a godlike status and that you can um, affect your environment around you. That's what I'm thinking. Right. Is I don't know if that's if I'm on track with that or not, but yeah, it's basically a, a form of like omnipotence. Um, yeah, and, yeah. Oh, what's the other one? Because there's the all powerful one, and then there's one where you know everything. Although she didn't, because Omni. she, yeah, Omni. Oh, 
well, okay, omnipresent is everywhere. Omniscient. Omnipotent. Om, yes. That's, I think, all powerful. So, I, said, I thought yeah, it was but, all knowing, too. I don't know. It could be. Words are fun. But <laughs> just going back to this character, because I'm going to butcher her name and I can say it. I'm going to say Joy instead. Um, yeah. Just one of the, I mean, there are many, many scenes we can point out. One of my favorites is like when we were really introduced to to our villain, because I actually, villain slash antagonist. Omniscient, by the way. Omniscient. Omniscient. Ah, there it is. Okay. Is when she's dialing it. in to the universe she wants to yes. do. Yes, 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 yes. I love that. It. Oh, it's, it. I mean, it's Ugh. the little things like that. And I'm like, right. Like, and, and, and okay. As for me, I saw the movie in theaters uh, when it came out. I'm glad I made it in time because mm-hmm. there was the theater experience and yeah. the chuckles oh that you gosh. get, especially going back to the rock scene. Cause I, I wasn't even sure when we were going to get there, but we are, since we've already addressed it, the silence, <laughs> the silence you heard in the theater, because first of all, you heard some giggles, like what is happening? Right. And then you turn into a rock, basically. It's like we're rocks. And then they're just kind of yelling at each other. Well, not even yelling at each other, but they're having like the realest conversation. Yeah. Right. Like it was so dramatic, but also comical, but dramatic. Kind of funny. And yes. Then, it's got a comical. Yeah. yeah. And like, and that's when I think I took myself out of the movie, but not so much that I'm like, oh, I can't with this. So it's like, what's happening? Like, no. this. What kind of movie is what is yeah, I was yeah like when that scene first came on for you, like what were like <laughs> Well at first how I did was you... confused. At first I was confused because he was so Evelyn was having a breakdown and she mm. was just like, Oh my god, nothing matters. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna sign these divorce papers. I'm gonna mess up the our our business. Our, I'm gonna smash the window. I'm gonna like really act out because literally none of this matters. Kind of like Jobu mm-hmm. Jabaku was doing. She mm-hmm. was trying to destroy it all because it doesn't matter. Like, why am I here? What are we doing? Uh, and, nihilism, I think. Nihilism? And, and that- not, uh, Nihilism, maybe? That sounds right. I think that's the word. Um, yeah. But basically, yeah, I feel like she she got to that point, Evelyn did. And then she was in the, you know, at the at the laundromat and kind of turned into a rock. And I'm like, wait, did she turn in, like, in front of all these people? Because they're not yes. freaking out enough for me. <laughs> That's so, how that started, right. <laughs> but I don't know. So on the second watch, I feel like she didn't actually turn into the rock there. It just... Right. I think maybe... She just I think maybe, went to that consciousness. <laughs> to, or to I that universe. she went to that consciousness. And then she we saw that she was in that universe. Yeah. But I think in in that scene she actually just fainted because mm. I don't know that's that is what I think happened. She fainted, and yeah, but it was just a visual of her going into that consciousness. Um, and so then when I saw, I was like, "Damn, is that a rock? What?" But it 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 went too quickly because I'm still just like in that scene of her just losing it. Um, mm-hmm. And then she went, you know. Um, but then I'm like, wait, did she turn into a rock in front of them? They don't seem like they're flipped out about it. Maybe not. And then I was like, did I see something? And then it showed them um, Evelyn and Joy on the canyon as rocks. And it was just quiet and calm. And then I saw the, you know, the text happen. I'm like, oh, it's them. Cool, cool. Um, mm. But honestly, it was a nice, like, break. <laughs> because mm-hmm. so many crazy things had just happened. And 
I, I, listen, I needed the break. I needed the quiet. I needed to like regroup. <laughs> but then <laughs> you're also really just, do. you're also just like, wait, what's happening right now though? Cause well, yeah, you needed the break. You need the long. break. It did. I needed the break. It, it was a sharp contrast from what we, I had just seen, but they right. didn't wait too long to tell us what was going on. And so I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, Oh yeah, I get it. And sometimes, and I, but I could relate in the weirdest way. I'm like, you know, sometimes you just want to sit and be, you don't want to be around mm-hmm. anyone. You just want to mm-hmm. be outside over a Canyon watching a sunrise or whatever they were with sunset, maybe. And you just kind of mm-hmm. want to be, you don't even want to mm-hmm. be like, I don't want to say don't want to be alive, but you just, you just want to be, you want to be inside. Right, you just want to right. collect your thoughts. And, and that's, that is the feeling that I got from that scene and that the abruptness and oh, it's perfect. Oh, so mm. good. Yes. And it's, and now that, she, that you did mention it, it's no one is ex- what she's seeing like what she's experiencing because it's, it's been happening throughout the movie where she'll like jump in from one universe to the next and no one yeah. is the wiser like what's happening what are you doing exactly. like why did you just slap me so yeah yeah but it that's also played to effect because like i think she gets knocked like she's she might be fighting joy or chibaku mm-hmm. i'm making up a name chibaku. and yeah. um Joby she chibaku. i think she gets like there you go. She gets slapped <laughs> or something, and then she bumps into the person that she's at the movie at theater the with, with, or yeah. the other guy next to him. And I'm like, oh wow, this is this is too much. Um, but I mean, it's it is perfection. Yes, I, I can co-sign that for perfection. sure. Like, yeah, because there are just you mentioned the butt plugs. The thing that for me that really like again, like what is happening is when you have hot dog fingers, and <laughs> I I liked how they actually went back in time. To explain how that happened in that universe. Yes. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. And it was perfectly placed. The music the <laughs> was perfect. Like everything about that was amazing. Like how did you know we needed to know how this one, this universe in particular came to be? How did mm-hmm. you know? Ugh, so good. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm so saying her name wrong. It's, it is Jobu Tapaki. Not Jobu Japaku oh. or whatever, but whatever I was saying. I feel like Jobu maybe I Japaki. should write it down because I, I mean, why am I writing it down? I have the Wikipedia open, which I have not looked at at all because if I did that, maybe it might make it a little easier for me to remember uh-huh. what her name is. I just like, oh, she's the villain or, you know, Joy, um, Jobu Tapaki. Yeah. Okay. It's not as difficult as I thought it would be. I just knew like, mm-hmm. oh, she's, she's bad news because when, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it was nearing the end. I think they were t- about to take out uh, Alpha Wayland. Maybe, no, maybe it was after that. Wayman. But her hair, Wayman, yeah, her hair actually said her name, like uh, her, her bangs. Did it? I don't know if you noticed what? that. Yeah. No, yeah. I didn't notice that. It's it's oh. all in like swirly, almost like cursive. Deep and I thought I saw it the first time. <gasps> but oh, the second time, like, yep, that's, that's what it says. What? Oh, my mm, gosh. Because, I mean, they all, I mean, Jobu especially has wardrobe changes that are magnificent, fabulous. Just, you know, I wouldn't wear it, but you make it work. So, <laughs> right. that was, I love, that was one I of love her, her uh, looks. Like, all of them. Mm-hmm. Now that was great. Because I knew it was like curses in her bangs, but I did, it didn't even, it didn't even like dawn on me that it was her name. That's amazing. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
There's another little um, thing in, in, in around that scene too, but I don't remember exactly where or what it is, but it's, it's around that too. I think it had to do with maybe her henchmen. Um, mm. I know that later on when they're fighting on the escalator, they're either holding scissors or pens as if they've got claws. And I thought that was hilarious. I'm like, okay, I really need to pay more attention into the background bills when I'm watching it for the third time. Yeah. Yeah. The the other thing I'm hoping, and I have not looked to see if it's available yet or if someone has done it, but I am hoping that maybe they make a coffee book, a coffee table book. Wait. Yes. Coffee table book. Yeah. Yes. But of all of the portraits, I'm going to call them portraits of Michelle Yao as all the different universes. I'd when they're flipping through it. Yes. Because I, I, okay, so I tried to, well, I, I wasn't, <laughs> I didn't want to like pause it because it was going that fast. I don't think I could have, but I I did pay closer attention to it this time because at first it actually did a thing I, that I like, I normally can't look at flashing lights. It makes me really dizzy. And so right. I had to kind of look away at some of those scenes. But the second time I knew it was coming and I was just like, okay, just watch as long as you can without making yourself <laughs> sick. And so I was able to see a few seizure more. Seizure-inducing, yes. Mean, yeah, I didn't, I didn't need a seizure, but, um, and I didn't. But I was able to see a few more. Now, I couldn't, like, tell you exactly what they were. A lot of them were, you know, some of the characters that we had already seen, like the movie star and the pizza um, sign holder. Chef. And, you know, oh, yeah, chef, yeah, you mm-hmm. know. So, but there were a few other ones in there. I can't remember them, but it was a few more in there that um, um, I was able to see. But um, I would pay good money to see Joy's um, looks. Okay, I I would pay good money to see um, um, Evelyn. Like I, uh, yes, I'm searching for yeah. pictures of Joy's um, outfits. <laughs> Because she wore some of the most amazing pieces, I, ugh, so good. And oh, yeah, I'm looking absolutely. at the picture. So I'm looking at the oh, one oh. that does have her name spelled out. And like, I guess I saw it before, but I didn't really think much of it. But now I can see it very right. clearly. <laughs> that was that was me the first time. Like I was like, okay, there's you know something going crazy something with her hair, but on. okay, mm-hmm. right. So the second time, like that is her name. Yep, yep, yep. she would do that too, and yep. it's. The looks, yes, the looks, the, the, the costume. Looks. I've got this in front of me. I'm mm-hmm. gonna just go through it real quick. Of um, I have my Oscars ballot, but I'm actually using it just to see all the movies that I need to see. Um, but everything, everywhere, all at once has been nominated eleven times. Now, yeah. should this movie do a nice clean sweep, it can only win ten awards, oh. even though it's been nominated for eleven, because we have two actresses in a supporting role and that is jamie lee curtis and stephanie sue but basically joy's character yeah yeah so they're they're both nominated and um i mean they deserve it if if they win they are in the category with angela bassett so kind of want to pull for that one instead all to win (laughs) how do i do this because Jamie Lee Curtis's role, like I was not ready for it the first time. I, like, right. Because <laughs> I, I mean, she she really pulled <gasps> off being this despicable woman. Well, I mean, she wasn't despicable. She was just really just agitated. And but she just 
I mean, we've all come across people that are like that. I feel like you work like you work with people in your office that way. So, I mean, they're just, mm, I don't know. <laughs> mm. And then the fact that she turns around and fights, uh, oh, lovely man. too. Just like, because well, I mean, that's another arc, even. <sighs> that's just another that. thing. Exactly, I was not expecting to see these two people fighting i yes michelle right. yeah she is a an accomplished like martial artist but yeah. i didn't know that jamie lee curtis could bring it like that too so i mean oh yeah i just i just wasn't expecting that from her yeah. um mm-hmm. but even just the like like jamie lee curtis's character had a, a whole arc that i wasn't i wasn't ready for and then it was even yes. You know, one of the characters in um, one of other lens, like other selves' universes, like like what, like right. <laughs> what? The, the hot dog I fingers, which the hot dog fingers one, which was surprisingly and... their scenes were surprisingly so like devastating and and definitely made me cry and laugh and mm. like and then the way that that, that their scenes were placed it was like. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> how how and it didn't occur to me again this is based on the second viewing of it that the reason why she was able to have so much strength in her feet is because in that universe their feet are, are what do everything because they, they have no use of their hands it's all hot dog fingers no use so, of their hands. Mm-hmm. so when all the people were being piled up on her and all she had was her feet she was her feet were super strong so she could just kick mm-hmm. everybody away as well yep. as you know the universe where she would learn kung fu and her pinky and just blew yes. people away with her pinky yes so, so it was <sighs> i feel like you you would like come up with these uh, these crazy ideas that you want to see in a movie but you need to have them find a way to make sense and this right. movie did that right the fact that it all to me it all worked i i i do not know how they did it i truly like well because I, I saw it but I just i keep thinking of like all the crazy ideas i have for things and i'm just like apparently i'm not going crazy enough number one mm-hmm. number two um i also could totally make this work and with the right you know things in place right this this movie inspires me because it's so absurd and so ridiculous in so many places and like it's it's a parody in a lot of places like even the kung fu bits are super pair they're like super parody and it works because it's michelle yao and she is like mrs kung fu i feel like um or martial arts rather um but it's but the way that they do it is so good just so it just works like i i don't understand but it it works yeah it, it's worth watching like i don't i don't say as many times as you well i mean yeah sure i mean because there's always going to be bits and things that you you've missed it's one of those kind of movies where the rewatchability yeah. factor is very high it's so high yeah uh, um but yeah let's let's i mean the acting I we've got. Mm. To, I I need to talk about Wayland. Um. Oh my God. What is, what is his real name? Waymond. Waymond. I'm so sorry. Because <laughs> even when they were saying, it's like, well, why is there? Why are they saying like that? Is it? Is it Raymond? But no, it's Way Waymond. Okay. Well, um, and 
my understanding of why it's Waymond instead of Raymond or Wayland or something is um, when you when you're taking folks that are not native English speakers and then they give people give their children English names it's harder to pronounce certain things because of the dialect that they were raised in, the, the language that they were raised in. And so, um, and I learned this from reading A is for aunties. So if I am wrong, someone please chime in and, and correct me. But basically um, just the language barrier um, makes it harder for folks to say certain syllables in certain, like in certain order. And so it may be a little bit harder for native Mandarin or Cantonese speakers or Korean speakers maybe to say Raymond because of how the R rolls off the tongue in English. And so Wayman comes off because it's it's easier. It's mm. and maybe even that's what they hear. And so like because in, in A is for aunties, the main character is Medi, like Medellin instead of Madeline. So there's like a lot of different things that are mispronounced simply because of the language barrier and translating from one language to another. When you have a non-native speaker, you know, trying to name something in their their learned language, it's a little bit more difficult. And so that is, I believe, why he is Waymond instead of Raymond. That is fantastic insight that I did not know and <laughs> makes a lot of sense. So thank You're you for welcome. that. and that wasn't even like part of like the trivia that's just other knowledge that you you know acquired elsewhere to bring in like oh okay yeah and you just that that was great um i mean yeah there's just so much to love about this film Mm -hmm. um the thing that i also did not realize the first time and we may have discussed this before or maybe there's a list that i need to have of films that primarily take in one day and that's the thing that i kind of forgot like oh this is all one day like from the moment that they go to this office or to the irs to have their you know the receipts and or their their audits or whatever to it does take place like about a week later but for the majority of Mm. the story it's all in one day yeah that's true crazy day at that i know i know well to me that goes to that plays off of the whole multiversal time wibbly wobbly stuff. Like, cause if you're mm. multiversal, if you can access all the universes, <clears throat> excuse me, like what is time, you know, that's, that's not anything for you, but yeah, I grew crazy, crazy day. <laughs> Indeed. And just the, all the stuff that's been learned, all of the people that you've met and those that are jumping into those bodies to like from other universes, like, yeah, let's go get this. Then now this kind of circles back to, to why butt plugs came into play, but in order to access other parts of you, you have to do those strange things that that version of you wouldn't normally do. And even coming up with that concept, and I know we kind of talked about it before, but just coming up, was like, Oh yeah, this, this is how you would access and I'm wondering who may have done that in real life now. Like, hmm, what if I can tap into my other universal self? That is, if you are someone that believes in multiversal theories, but I think you also need the technology to do that. Like, you need the little uh, uh, Bluetooth headset piece thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, so we, yeah. Daniel and I had a discussion because 
which plays into his theory that you just let me know when you're ready for me to unleash that one. I, I'm, I think I'm ready now because all, all <laughs> Ashley asked me about like during the movie is like, now, is this actually happening like to her now? I'm like, yes, all of this is happening. And then when the movie ends, in my opinion, the movie ends in one of those like universes that is like right adjacent to them. Like the one that she actually is making the decisions um, where she the where the universe where she turns to a rock, basically that one. Oh, I'm sorry. Where we see her turn into a rock. <laughs> that's the universe. I think that she like the rest of the movie takes place in. It's like right next to the one because i mean the whole irs building is like almost destroyed yeah so yeah so, so that's a good point that i didn't really catch i think i was just so much was going on so there's a few things that i did miss but i did miss well I, I noticed it but i was like maybe i missed the switch here but like in my first watch i did notice that we are still fighting in the irs building because essentially they went in and never came back out Correct. Like she even Correct. died. She even died in that building. But mm-hmm. then, but then she kind of woke up, or maybe her consciousness came to in the alternate but very closely parallel universe where they have the um, Chinese New Year party at the laundromat. It took me a minute to realize that. So she died in the in the IRS because her mind couldn't handle it. She died there, and then she kind of woke up. Um, in the laundromat or like in the house to get ready for the party. Um, And then she met Joy again. So it didn't take me, it took me until like the second watch, like, oh, this is still happening in both places. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, And so I think that's where they were jumping because, because Joy is both, well, she's in all the universes or most of them at least, but she, she, like Evelyn um, and her had kind of a bit of a, small showdown in their apartment before the party and then they went down to the party but also they were still fighting at the IRS so um, it it took me a second watch and Daniel kind of pointing it out which also feeds into his theory that I've rebuked but because um, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> I don't like it I mean it's a great theory but I'm like no I don't like it I rebuke it um, but yeah it took me it took me a watch or two <laughs> to like get that oh we're splitting the story now, not just the universes, but we're like splitting the actual story into two different places. Uh, yeah. And that's visualized anytime you see the screen crack, because even it, it's mm. another tiny little detail that I love, but there's, uh, I think it happens early in the, in the film too, where the translation comes up with the subtitles and even that's cracked too. So yes, it's like, yes, I noticed that. <laughs> but like anytime she kind of splits it makes decisions yeah. like, am I going to go left or uh-huh. right? The uh-huh. screen cracks. Oh. And that's, that's when another universe, another universe, because she made a choice. Like she either did oh, this or I she did that. I never noticed that. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good so one. So now I think, I think when I go back and watch it the third time, because I will watch it a third time, I mm-hmm. think I'm going to track to see if that's where the universe split. And we mm. see Evelyn die. Because that's one universe, mm-hmm. but we also see where she does tap into. Because at one, at some point, she is everything, everywhere, all at once. So she knows mm-hmm. all of her multi universal selves, and she knows mm-hmm. what she what to do, how to react to each person, and make mm-hmm. the life better for herself. Because she's seen it all. Oh. So. Okay, so I caught it the first time, sort of. I don't know if I. 
I, I don't think I put it together that that was she was creating another universe, but I, I did notice that the crack was significant. Like I felt that it was like her mind cracking, <laughs> but not so. I mean, much it's a little bit of that up. too. Yeah, it is. It is. But because you, you because oh, that, that's catch. that's part of it where you're you're not like if you can't handle the cracking of it then yeah you'll be driven mad and you probably die but yeah. she yeah. is so determined to reach her daughter that mm-hmm. i think all of her versions or at least most of them they all that's all they want so mm-hmm. they're yeah. all oh, they're mm-hmm. pretty much all on the same page trying to get to what they're trying to get to i think even in the movie the movie actress one um mm-hmm. universe i think even then she's still trying to get to her daughter cuz she's trying to make up with wayman she's trying mm-hmm. to um and I don't know that she's necessarily trying to get to her daughter in that one or even create her daughter at that point. But I, I think she's trying to, number one, make amends. Like she's trying to fix it because she knows she broke his heart and she realizes right. that, yes, this decision to leave you took me to great heights and great success in my career. But I don't have you. I don't have joy, like the right. daughter joy in this right. in this. Um, universe and so let's make amends and so maybe even subconsciously she was trying to reach joy like the emotion joy (laughs) in um the movie star Uh, universe mm -hmm. Uh yeah um i mean we also get to we get that 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 wayman who tells us like who starts to plant the seeds at least in in evelyn like hey yeah kindness he yeah kindness like he is, has always been like he's been the constant for those of you who yeah. have seen lost um that's definitely something i often think of like like who is my constant um mm. or, or or desmond is my constant or just mm-hmm. that one person that that steady rock that you can always mm-hmm. depend on and mm-hmm. in this story that would be Way- waymond because he's be always waymond. there he's always the same mm-hmm. i loved how yeah, I loved how in every iteration that we saw of him, which wasn't very many. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there was a secret agent, Wayman, like Alpha Wayman. But Alpha, then there, yeah. was, there was the two universes that were super parallel, like towards the end of the movie, Laundromat and IRS Wayman. Um, mm-hmm. And then there was the movie star where she was a movie star. So we don't see a whole lot of him, but he is constant. I mean, mm-hmm. Alpha Wayman wasn't like super uh, our universe Wayman, but because like, he was more smooth. He wasn't as like geeky and nerdy and clunky right. <laughs> as, <laughs> as, as like our, the other universes. But he, you know, he was still him. But yeah, he, I agree. He was very much the constant and he didn't change all that much, not in a bad way, but he just, he right. had, a, he has a core characteristic and he kind of sticks to that with every, with every version of himself, which is really um, awesome. Absolutely. So I'm actually really on edge now of what this theory is that Daniel <laughs> came up with. So since we kind of, kind of came up with one on the spot. Or, or our yeah. own theory. Yeah. What was our theory again? <laughs> that basically, like when whenever the screen actually cracks, like oh. as we're watching it, that's her She's kind of a making a choice in mm-hmm. a new universe. Splitting. Yep. Yep. Right. Uh, so his theory is that none of it happened. And it is the very long, uh, drawn out fever dream of a person 
in the middle of a psychotic break. And it never happened. Right. I reject this theory. I reject it. And I hate it. Like, I love it. But I said, I reject it. I rebuke it. But also he, he made, he makes really good points. And so I, now I can't unsee it. I can't unthink it. Now I reject it because I believe that in this universe, in this movie, the movie universe, that this is real, that this is what's actually happening to her. But his points are that like, so we talked about the Bluetooth devices being um, means to access the universes or access mm-hmm. to, to verse hop, verse jump, verse jump. Mm, um, right, right. He's, he says that, so you're telling me that all these people have these specific Bluetooths ready and they know what to do with them. I said, no, that he happened to have those specific Bluetooths. They don't have to be those because they had like an older version of a Bluetooth. Mm. Um, and now I, I'm going to have to rewatch another time so I can see what everyone else used. Because right. if they're the same, he may be, he may have a point on me. And I can't let that happen because I don't like the theory. But I said, I think, I think they use those specific Bluetooths because they had them on hand. You know, I think, I mean, I'm using a Bluetooth as we speak right now. If someone was trying to verse jump, they could probably get me because <laughs> I'm using a Bluetooth device. And so I think, the, I think the, mm-hmm. I'm tapped in. And so I think the, the, the method is through a Bluetooth device, not necessarily those Bluetooth devices. And he's like, so who gave her the device? I said, well, it happens in our universe because that is, she's the protagonist of the story. She is, she's got the spotlight. Um, and he's, well, he's Wayman like, well, gave it created to her. it. Well, now, so I said, so Wayman gave it to her, but that's because Alpha Wayman, who learned it from her, like Alpha Evelyn, who's now dead, but Alpha Wayman learned it from her. She created this, um, this, this able ability to access the other cells. And so he gave it to her, but he probably had it on him because, I mean, if you look at his outfit, he is very dated. You know, he's not exactly a modern dresser. He's just wearing clean clothes, you know? And so it, it makes sense that he would have a more dated piece of technology that's not super important to him to stay on top of things um Mm -hmm. he also mentioned so i mean that was one thing and i said nah i rebuke it i reject that this is easily refutable and he's like so you're telling me that everybody else happens to have a blue you know a bluetooth device i was like yes it's 2023 made in 2022 everyone has a well a lot of people have a have bluetooth devices that's not uncommon Mm -hmm. um another thing he says is um oh what did he say i hate to go i'll go get him but he said something about um it's all happening oh oh it basically it's something about it all revolves around her and like and i'm like but yeah she's she is the one that they they sought out she's the one that they feel is the one to reach or they want her to defeat Jobu Tupaki, but she decides to become like her and and do it. And he's like, no. Well, what what's happening? You have a person who is under a tremendous amount of stress. I mean, major stress. Your daughter is is acting out, and you got the IRS on you. Your business is failing. You've got a lot going on now. She's got the divorce impending, and so he's like, she's just under a tremendous amount of stress, and this is her way of dealing with it. Oh, that's what it was. He was saying that she's always like 
distracted. And even in the end, she's like hearing voices and things. And I'm like, yeah, because now she's able to access all of the universes. She is omnipresent. She's everywhere all at once, literally. And she's mm-hmm. hearing that. She's kind of tapping into that. And he was like, yeah, it's easy to explain that when you're having a psychotic break and you're hearing voices. And I said, no, I don't like it. I don't agree at all. Like I'm not even <laughs> I'm following not even with <laughs> I, not even a little bit because everything is explained to me in the film. Like there is no reason yeah. for me to think that she is like, yeah, she does have a psychotic break, but not from all the stress that's happening. It's because of all the universe and she can't control mm-hmm. all of them at the time. Like she doesn't know mm-hmm. how to like everything is still very new to her as for yeah. where the devices came from. That's when Waylon uh, or rather Alpha. Alpha jumped into Wayman. I think when he probably must have had a Bluetooth and then he ran into the room, yeah. like there's a shot where we're watching the monitors yes. and I'm jumping around yes. and everything. Yep. And he goes yep. into the room and, I'm, and I had always wondered, like, what did he go in there to get? And I think he probably oh, got another Bluetooth. Oh, okay. That's so he might've already had a, he might've had a program that he went and programmed the phone because he was waiting for that to do what it needed to do. So then right, he could actually right. program and get Evelyn on board, even though she had no idea what was happening. Right. Because a lot happens in those few minutes. Like the rules of the movie are explained to you in those clearly few fast when minutes. Then they, so you, when then they then they break down or they give you more later, but they like the basics of it and the basics of to Evelyn are given just like that. Mm-hmm. Well, he says that it's a psychotic break and it's all happening in her head, and I'm like, no. And so I was like, okay. So when you first after this is a sci-fi movie, you have to suspend some disbelief here. Like, yeah, I know. And I'm like, okay, the Matrix. If you were Neo and you took a freaking, what did he take? The red pill? I don't remember. I think it's the red pill. And he, he, took the red pill, yeah. he touched the mirror and he like morphed into the, the mirror. And then he was like in a whole different world. Did you take, did you try to explain? Was that a fever dream too? He's like, no, I just took that at face value. And I'm like, why can't you take this movie at face value? It's about multiverse, multi-dimensional, you know, universe. Multiversal. Multiple, yeah, multiversal. Multiversal. Why can't you just take this to face value? He's like, yeah, I'll give this. But he doesn't. He thinks it's, <sighs> yeah. Well, you can tell him that I disagree. In fact, he is wrong. <laughs> and I think this is the only time so far that I, I've, I've ever had like an actual disagreement with him. And I've never met him in person. But, oh, yes, I did. We, we talked on the phone once. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. You, you can you can let him know. Like, you're wrong on this one. Like you're a good guy. I love you. You're great. <laughs> but you're wrong. wrong. I'm it's, so it's sorry. Be wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's all there. It's in the movie. Why are you making mm-hmm. it harder for yourself? Just accept the fact <laughs> accept that it. she is jumping from universe. Like mm-hmm. just accept it. And the theory is not even a, okay. There, there's actually a name for the theory that he's calling it because it shows up all the time on the podcast. Um, how did this get made? And mm, yeah. there are times when, when movies get so absurd that uh, either one of the hosts named Jason or somebody else in the audience will just kind of posit the idea that this is a Jacob's Ladder theory. I can't mm. fully co-sign this because I haven't seen the movie Jacob's Ladder, but it's basically the same concept of all of this insanity is happening. And then you wake up to find out that it, or the character who's having all these crazy things happen, wake up to find that Ooh, it's a dream. A dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is known as the Jacob's the- Jack- Jacob's ladder theory because it's based mm-hmm. on that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And that is basically what Daniel is, is suggesting that is happening here, which I firmly, strongly deny. And I think <laughs> 98% of the rest of the population who has seen the film will probably agree that he's wrong. So He's wrong. I, I'm the wife and I'm like, no, nah, you're wrong. And it's okay mm-hmm. to be wrong. You can sit in your wrongness, but you, you're still wrong. <laughs> so, I mean, because I feel like we we came to the answer as to why they were able to return to the IRS like room or, or office and nothing is all destroyed and damaged because she just, her main consciousness, even though she is now conscious in every universe, she knows of all of her mm-hmm. universal beings, mm-hmm. she just opted into the next one over. Like the one that, you know, it's very similar. Like they made just a couple mm-hmm. different choices. So that's mm-hmm. why everything can continue. And, you know, life goes on. So that yeah. is that is how yeah. it ends and why. Because, I mean, for me, even when I last saw it, I'm like, how is this possible? Like, I hadn't quite put all that together until talking about it now. So mm-hmm. that's yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> and I'm glad, I'm glad we're talking about it because that had bothered me, too. Um, and like I said, the first time I noticed it, I was like, wait, did, did I miss something? Because I was like, it's very possible. I probably missed something. Um, but no, I think I, it just, I missed that she is everywhere all at once. It's crazy because I feel like my mind is exploding as like, it's all making much <laughs> yep. more sense now. Because yep. I feel like now, even even now, going back to see when that cracked happened, and then later on when she's actually experiencing all of her consciousness at the same time, which means that she has all the memories of everybody else to know like, okay, this is what happened. This is what they did. I will do this mm-hmm. differently. And then, mm-hmm. you know, take it from there. So it's, it all makes sense. It's perfect sense. Not a psychotic break. Like, yes, she's had some psychotic breaks, but not the kind that you're thinking of Daniel. No. Right. Right. It's okay. He's, he's wrong. <laughs> I know. I'm sitting here pointing my finger at like nobody, but like, yes, because yeah. I meet it with conviction. So, you know, got to do what you got to do and get it out. But mm-hmm. with all of that said, I know, I think you had there and we're just jumping. We're going to jump into an entirely different movie. Now we're going to talk about <laughs> tenant for a few minutes. Okay, you... let's do it. I've also seen <laughs> that you, one. <laughs> you have, which twice I'm now. very happy. <laughs> And I think I've seen it twice, but I, but I mean, we'll, we'll go with it and we'll, we'll, we'll get through it. But like you first texted me and you said you were, you were confused and you're also upset. I forgot how you worded it. I have to probably go to my phone because I don't want to like put words in your mouth. Cause it's like, like I said both. I have I an angry girl or something. I, was, I don't know. I was mad. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it was, I was amused. I'm like, what, what happened? Why? It was, it, it's first of all. You and I, we we subscribe to the Book of Nolan. Um, yes, vehemently. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm actually I'm looking forward very much to Oppenheimer coming out later this year. Not, I am too, not, actually. I mean, not just because Nolan, but hey, that's always been an interesting story. The only yeah. Nolan film so far that I'm not all that like meh about. I've watched it, and it's Dunkirk, and that's about like the whole World yeah. War Two naval thing so i probably and, won't see that one <laughs> yeah it's it's not terrible it. but it's yeah, yeah is it sci-fi like a, at all or is it just like a no historical? Not, not it's yeah, just no. historical I'm, I'm and i'll keep that i'm like man, not interested. man. <laughs> i've seen insomnia not the only interested. one i haven't seen is uh following i think that's his first feature film hmm. but 
I haven't seen that one. That's like I haven't seen 90. Memento yet. I want to see it though. Ooh, oh, sorry, I, I got know. like I, I almost watched it like yesterday, but I said no, I can't handle three mind-bending movies in a day. Like two, okay, but that wasn't reaching my breaking point because I watched them like back to back, and I said so- I was either gonna I was gonna maybe watch Memento or um, Don't Worry, Darling, because I still want to see that. But mm-hmm. I said, nah, I don't want to, I need something a little bit lighter so that my brain doesn't break today. <laughs> right, right. Memento is, I feel like, the movie that later becomes Tenant. That's what That's I feel weird. like it is, too, because I know it has, like, wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff, too. Um, yeah. I think but it's more grounded. Both. That's what I thought. Like, I, yeah, I feel like it's a, it is a good from what I understand about the movie, like I've never seen it, but from what I understand about it, it is not as complicated as Tenet is. It isn't, but it's still very much like, this is a very interesting way to tell a movie or tell a story. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm looking to like one day, if I do follow the path of, of, you know, eventually becoming a filmmaker, like, mm-hmm. uh, and telling a story in a way that, uh, it jumps in different parts of time. And I mm-hmm. liked the way that he used different cinematic um, choices to tell us where he where we were in time. But you probably would only know that after you watch it like the first time. So you have to watch it again yeah. and then like, oh, OK, this is OK. Gotcha. So but we're talking about Tenet, not Memento. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, I'm trying to figure out exactly where to begin, which is an interesting way to even talk about this movie, because it begins at the end or rather ends at the beginning. Um, how do we start? Um, what's the beginning of the protagonist, which is the main character. He doesn't have a name. Right, That's right. Um, he doesn't have a name. He, that's the beginning of the protagonist story. Uh, I think, <laughs> And no, it's not actually, <laughs> Be- <sighs> because we do learn that. Well, and I, <laughs> I missed the okay. I, I missed even more things in Tenant the first time than I did like with everything, everywhere. Um, everything everywhere was a lot easier to follow, but mm-hmm. like with Tenant, there's just so much going on, and I did not, and still kind of don't understand the time manipulation mechanics and how because i also found like some some plot holes with it and i'm like but is it a plot hole or do i just not understand i'm like and then daniel's like no it's a plot hole because he he hated <laughs> tenet <laughs> well let's 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 do that then let's just jump into why he hated it so he and then we'll kind of unpack it from there so he hated the way that they did the time man- manipulation because he says, even in sci-fi, it's really hard to, I guess, suspend the disbelief because it, the way that they did it is so unrealistic. He said, he says it's even lazy. I said, what did you just say? You're talking about a Chris Nolan film. This is probably one of the more complicated. He's like, well, it's, a, it's an interesting story and like it's a creative story, but the way that they use the time, like inverted, um, what's it called? Inverted. It's too far in my memory banks to know exactly. I know. Um, What's um, entropy, entropy, inverted entropy. 
He says, okay. he says, that's a lazy way to you to, to, it's a lazy like device to use because inverted entropy is not a thing, but to, to, to use it in the way that they did it, I'll have to get him to say it. Cause I, I don't even know <laughs> how they used it in so, the movie. But I mean, but with that whole concept there, then a movie like inception wouldn't be good either to him. Does he not like inception? No, he loves inception. Um, but I guess it's because the way that I, he, he didn't like the way that they, like only affected like certain things like you you can invert cars you can invert people in in things but he didn't like the way that you can then take that inverted object and place it in the real world that is continuously moving forward he he did not like that concept he was not able to see beyond the hey this is just the movie hey this is you know uh, so he wasn't able to turn that, that part not, of his. Yeah, like, he he says it was not done. It, it could have been done better. It, it could have hmm. been displayed a little bit better. He didn't say how, but he I mean, was not that's happy a, with that. That's what I would like to know because what I also appreciated about Tenet is like it's it's one of those films, and and Ashley and I were talking about this with a different film that it's not a film that will kind of hold your hand and, and spoon feed you no god no it will, oh my gosh and push you down the I mean, stairs and hope you land <laughs> <laughs> which i kind like, of appreciate just, but i mean i I do for the most part because i don't necessarily need to like have my hand held as like oh okay that's what's happening over here okay don't explain everything to me and they right. explained just enough for me to understand at least the plot and the plot was they had yeah. to stop this guy from doing this thing that would end all of time or and it, it would be very very bad like it's worse than right death. so right we have to stop him that's the mission right. gotcha and this is how we're going to go about doing it because time is inverted we have to also invert ourselves to stop this thing and then you know it goes off from there and then just yeah strap in and try to your best to keep up so well so he was looking at it as is a major paradox as well and he likes paradoxes and he likes time travel and he likes time manipulation but he says in this movie like okay we found we find out that tenet was created by the protagonist which i didn't catch in the movie even on the second time i'm like where did we find this out where did how did who said it because I, I don't know at the end now, we i know, think well, we know that 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 the protagonist um, recruited Neil, like James Pattinson's character, but that doesn't mean he created Tenet. So I'm confused on that. Like I, but then it, it kind of Robert begs, Sorry, huh? Robert. Said Robert, Robert Pat. Robert Pattinson. What did I say? You said James Pats, Pattinson. <laughs> did I really? I'm like James. <laughs> No, no, no. Sorry. Not the author. The the vampire. <laughs> He'll never play Yes, yeah, the sparkly vampire with the big hair. The yeah, sparkly, yeah. Anywho. Mm-hmm. Um, um, he, so, wait, what was I saying? Um, I mean, but all, all Neil said was, you recruited me, but I, I guess I just missed it. I don't know. I probably missed that. I don't know. But well, it's, it's, so that's, it's a wordy movie too so it's very wordy so many so many big words um but daniel was saying that he didn't like the like it it opens up a whole paradox of okay so like when um 
um, the protagonist was fighting himself. We found out that he was fighting himself in the Freeport scenes. He was fighting an un, uh, a masked man and like the other person was inverted and our guy was right side and like but it's it begs the question you know if it if if everything that has happened has already happened like where does it begin how do we continue to move forward in space when allegedly all this has already happened like it it opens up way too many paradoxes that you can't explain away with the movie's logic with with the logic that the movie was trying to explain away the thing Mm -hmm. like and i think he was saying that you know it's a creative way, but if you really look into it deeper, which the movie is not expecting you to do, because it is so convoluted and it is so confusing, then yeah. he's like, yeah, they'll just expect you to take it at face value and not like actually think about the possibility of it. And I was like, well, the movie, do we really want to? And he's like, well, that's just the way his brain works. You know, he just, he, he kind of sees past all that and is like, okay, this is lazy. This is not, this doesn't work. This doesn't work. Even in movie land, it does not work. And I'm like, eh, okay. I'm not saying, <laughs> not saying he's right or wrong in this case, mm-hmm. but I feel like what he is uh, describing here is like, there are like some like effects of doing something like this, going back in time. And, and mm-hmm. there are some, uh, uh, the paradox isn't what I'm looking for, but like, the point I'm trying to get to is the reason for the Sarcavia Accords. Sarca- Sarc- I'm, I'm going to <laughs> Avengers, by the way. Uh, um, but the reason why the oh, Accords yeah. exist is because yeah. the Avengers go places, blow up buildings, there's mass casualties mm-hmm. everywhere. And yeah. I'm thinking that the team that the pro- protagonist has put together to do what they're doing with Tenant, mm-hmm. there are also casualties casualties there's there's issues there's problems and right. that is the remnants of what's left behind yeah. what happens with that who fixes right. that that mm, is like an issue that I, that's something that i see that could be a problem but it's not our problem we just had to fix the problem of what's his face setting off whatever bomb thing he was going to do as long as we <laughs> fix that that's somebody else worry about that we'll have the, the cleanup crew who has another time machine right. thingy that fixes right. all that and we're all good now. I like the way you put that. I like that makes a lot of sense to me. That that like there's a lot of other questions I have about this movie. A lot of things I may never know because it's just so wibbly wobbly. I will say I did right. find a plot hole though. <laughs> and <laughs> after talking with Daniel, he's like, "Yeah, that's that's this is the problem with this type of um, plot the device is." you have you make holes and then it's like okay so people like me who see this stuff you've already how can i suspend disbelief when the pothole is just staring at my face like that you know and i'm Aping, like yeah, if, if, open, I, yeah. If I caught that then you might have you might be on to something here buddy <laughs> what was the plot hole that you found so in the highway scene where Cat is that a name? The lady, the really, really tall lady. Um, uh-huh. I guess the only lady in the film. Um, Not true. Yep. So she, so she was stolen or she was kidnapped or whatever. And so it was after it was it was the highway heist. I'll call it where they where uh, the protagonist 
in the fire truck went in and stole the orange case or whatever and that was one of the pieces of the algorithm and so um he basically saw cats um and what's his name the villain um and he had to save her he had to save cat because the villain had basically kind of hit her knocked her out or whatever and then left in the car like left the car running backwards Mm. protagonist had to go save her so he saves her of course then they make it into um some facility i don't know where the the inversion machine tommy wimey wibbly wobbly tardis was so he they go in he yes the tardis and so he 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 talks to the villain where the villain is inverted and somehow they're talking to each other and i don't understand that but it happened and then he goes into the the tardis and he becomes inverted and basically does the whole scene again in his inverted we found out that he was working in tandem essentially with himself um but this time he's inverted and so um i did like the info dump that we got a little bit more info about what it's like to be inverted and why they have to like wear the masks and the oxygen masks and things but anyway so while he's in his inverted state the protagonist he's driving the car and he's just trying to get oriented and he does the switcheroo with the algorithm thingamabob and he goes to find Kat. Well, it, it hit me when he was not inverted, like before he went into the TARDIS and became inverted, that the car that was holding her moving, you know, moving backwards, driving fast backwards towards some barrier or something, when they jumped out, it's like, wait a second, they can't jump out of this car because who would have driven the car in the first place? Like, they can jump out since we are now moving forward in time with the protagonist and just the way the movie's moving. They said they're moving inverted. Like, they're inverted and, you know, they're, they've already done this or whatever. How did they jump out of the car? Because when you go back to the inverted side through the TARDIS he goes and finds her uh, I guess they would have had to been driving the car there was no way that they could have also jumped out of the car because now they're changing history they're changing stuff does that make any sense I just know that I definitely need to watch it again because I feel (laughs) like I'm not not trying to disprove it I just need to kind of see it for myself again to be like okay this was answered in this little bit and it, like, it might have been answered but i truly doubt it was um i do remember now, the car also, being like driven by itself i do remember that part of it yes but so it I, was inverted so when when going back to the beginning of the highway heist or the rescue highway heist i don't know like they were in there there was somebody driving the car and then cat was in the back and then the villain was in the back and he was talking about shooting her she was knocked out at that time but they were driving, it was inverted, but they were driving, which means they would have had to drive it at some point forward, right? They weren't mm-hmm. driving it backwards. They were driving it while inverted, which means they were going straight, driving straight mm. in their time. And anyway, it, it, I don't, I think it's a whole, um, I think it's a plot hole. 
<laughs> I cannot prove that because I, I don't have the clip in front of me. And then a bunch right, of stuff happens right. before and after, but I'm pretty sure that's a plot hole. And then regardless with all of the stuff that's, that's happening, <laughs> it's just cool to watch. It is. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a very cool movie and it loses me so many times. And then I find it and I'm like, okay, I know what's going on. How did he? <laughs> um, I'm lost again. <laughs> but I'm okay mm-hmm. with that too. Like, I mean, it, it still makes me a little mad because there's just so much because there's there's so much I don't understand. Like, again, I'm, I'm not 100% certain about the inversion and how that works in this movie because in my brain it does not work. And so mm-hmm. I... But yes, it is a very cool movie. It's visually very pleasing. The fight scenes are insane. I, I love are. that. I mean, it, and I think for me, I get caught up in the things like that rather than trying to find logic in the timey-wimey stuff because it is wibbly-wobbly. I'm like, oh, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And I am I am his key demographic. I am not yeah, yeah. invest that much time within the plot holes. Like, it didn't make sense. That's fine. Just keep doing that the weird thing that you were doing there. Yes, more of that. Yeah. Okay. More <laughs> so, of that, please. Thanks, sir. <laughs> and then there's people like Daniel who's like, no, wait, I'm not on board. That didn't make sense. Yeah. That happened. No, no, no. None of this. Get it out. Oh, I'm leaving. It so can't you know, happen. get out of here. <laughs> so yeah. this movie's not for him. But no. Th- th- does, he, he it said does it was have... a good movie. He just he, yeah. You said he hated Couldn't help it. Tearing it apart. Well, he didn't hate it. Because I was like, oh my oh, god, okay. he hates it. He's like, I didn't hate it. It was alright. <laughs> but yeah he's not gonna be watching that one again probably mm, okay all right well either way it's it's a movie <laughs> that i definitely because I've, I've seen it as i'm scrolling I'm like oh, i gotta watch that again and then then when you talked about that you saw it i'm like oh right now i definitely need to watch it again but i just didn't get to it because then yeah, i could yeah so it's it's definitely one to chew on for sure because yes. it's got a lot yes. of stuff in there even if you chew on it and find out like oh, there's nothing here. It's just gum. I don't know, but <laughs> but that's but it's fun. I like a crystal. movie that yeah, I love, <laughs> flavor crystals. I love a movie that gives you substance and doesn't just go away. Like it sticks with you after you watch it. That is my kind of content. I mean, I, I love something that makes you look deeper than the surface and like makes you think about life and. Just, I love that. I love that. And so, which both is, of these, which is why Matrix me. is something we come back to. So oh, often. yeah. Time is, I mean, that's just a classic, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a classic perfection. So, there, yeah, you've got it that. Is perfection. Mm-hmm. Inception has something you, you really get to chew on and just remember all the mm-hmm. things that happened. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And granted, I don't think I would put Tenet in that category, but because I just love Chris. For Nolan's work, it's definitely yeah. in the wheelhouse. Like it's it's Absolutely. connected to it. Yeah, it's not so. my it's not a perfect movie to me, but again, I've missed about fifty to sixty percent of it. Um, but I I love a mind bender. I love I love that. So for yeah. the most part, Nolan is like one of those like he is. He's basically like a main event. Like he is the event maker. Like, oh, he's come out with a movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, even when they promoted mm-hmm. this movie, th- it was a big deal. All they showed were just the bullet holes that were like disappearing from the glass. I didn't and even like, see oh that. When it I was, it was you, a I teaser trailer. It was. I don't remember insane. seeing trailers. I, I knew it was something about time. 
but only because I've had heard other people talk about it. I don't remember seeing any trailers, any teasers, literally nothing. So that's one of the reasons I was real apprehensive because I didn't have any like investment other than, oh, Chris Nolan film. Um, but then COVID happened and Mm, yeah, that was a. I just that, didn't that see did it till yesterday. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it, it did definitely hurt the film um, because he inf- insisted on putting it in theaters, which makes sense because I, I really can't remember. I think I did see I it in theaters. It. Like it was, and I, I might have been absolutely by myself, but that's fine. And that's also probably why I was like, oh, yes, I did see it at least twice because I think I saw it in theaters and I saw it again when it came on HBO Max, but mm-hmm. it, that was like a couple months ago. And I'm kind of working on the memory of the most impactful scenes to me that I can remember and trying to retell the story. I'm like, Oh wait, there was a plot. And, um, but one of the other things, even before the movie came out was like, this is Nolan's closest film that we'll get to seeing him do a bond or secret agent. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah. And I loved the character. Like I loved I really like the protagonist. Yes. I, was, I mean, I was impressed. <laughs> everything that was happening and, and really the, that all that bond type stuff really comes out when yeah. you see him like fighting like actual people in real time or uh, changing wardrobes or, or meeting all secretly yeah. like and rescuing the, the women or the woman, the one woman that was there. But yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's that, but also the time trippiness and then that is what kind of throws some people off. So I get mm-hmm. it. I get it. So I, I, you know, I just wanted to put some good though. words in. Oh, yeah. so did I. So did I. Like, I just, I mean, it's Nolan. It's Christopher Nolan. You know you're going to get something that you will end up talking about later. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's for that's for all of his films. So that's why I'm, I'm really looking forward to Oppenheimer. Because not only is it historical, mm-hmm. but... Mm-hmm. It looks like there's some other something else going on. And in fact, someone said, uh, I'll have to find it, but someone has said that even Oppenheimer might have a connection to Tenet. So I'm like, mm. you know, I get that impression, especially because they intended, they mentioned that the scientists who I guess created this thing, like, uh, or figured out the time inversion, or she figured out something very important to Tenet, like, or the device or something. She mm-hmm. like she killed herself because she did not want to be forced to recreate another. Um, mm. And I feel like because Oppenheimer, wasn't it Oppenheimer who created the atom bomb? Yes. Okay. Yes. So he didn't. I don't believe he killed himself, but he no, had. No, he, he saw like the how incredibly uh, deadly his invention could be turned and, and could be uh, weaponized and used against people. And so he had like, he was starting to have regrets about making it, it was either either making it or making it available or teaching others about it or something. And so I think mm-hmm. that's what made the connection for me is hmm, mm-hmm. we got two doomsday machines. We got another, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, there's actually a handful of things coming out. Uh, next thing, well, hopefully, we get to see Avatar soon. And I say that with like, <laughs> uh, what? 
How are you feeling you about it? No, when you say that with like such disdain, like I guess I have to, like I have to see. Yeah, this. yeah. Uh, it's it's, be- it's because <laughs> of how I felt about the first one. Like, okay. it it's an experience film. Like it's a film to see it in is. theaters, definitely. And that's I'm talking about the first one. And then I saw it again at home, a much smaller much smaller scale. The little firefly bugs things weren't flying in my face, <laughs> and I'm like, I lost the whole effect of what you had in the theater and I'm like this, this doesn't this doesn't track or doesn't it's not the same. So Okay. <laughs> once that was once once the the blinders were were in the scales had fallen I'm I'm like this movie's boring. <laughs> yeah, I said it. What? Um, oh man. Okay, so maybe it was a little harsh. It's not boring cuz I did start to rewatch it the other day, but I'm like it's 5:30 I need to go to work. So I didn't have time to sit there and actually watch the movie. But Ultimately, I'm like, meh about the movie because I didn't have the same full effect of being in the dream world of Pandora. So that's why I'm like, okay, I'll watch it. Like, I've got coworkers that are like, we're not going to talk to you until you watch it. So I'm like, okay. So <laughs> there's that. It's been nominated for like seven or eight, um, I almost said Grammys. Wow. Um, <laughs> Oscars. <laughs> so I, I, I will watch it so I can continue on and watch some of the other things. Got the new mm-hmm. Ant Man coming, Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Um, Mario Brothers. There's a bunch of stuff that I want to see. So, yeah, I just need to get Avatar out of the way. See... Go see Avatar. It's I enjoyed it, but I also liked the first one. Um, and oh, I'm sorry. So yes. I hurt you a little bit when I was like, <laughs> no, 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 because I get it. Like I, it, it's I get it. I get why <laughs> you and others might not appreciate it, and it does have some problematic themes um and i i get it but i just i like it so hmm. and i'm not gonna sit and digest it or, or like break it down you know i'm not mm-hmm. gonna um there's not like deeper meaning so it's not you're not gonna get that but it's it's visually appealing um right. i think that's for me that's what it was it was visually appealing but the story i was like i've seen fern gully before like i'm i'm good <laughs> Fern Gully, not that. <laughs> or Pocahontas. Um, I know it's been compared to a new, mm. uh, numerous. Basically, the story a wasn't original of, for me. Yeah. So it's not original. No. Now, I think the only original thing is um, that it's happening so far in the future and on a whole different planet. And, you know, like mm-hmm. the use of avatars is kind of uh, fresh in this. In this uh, usage of it, so like it has some original things, but the story itself, no. <laughs> it's and it's just me being the, the more white harsh man, than I need to be. The white man getting the white savage, man, savage mm. colored people. That's mm. yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that 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 there. That's yeah, the that problematic too. part. Yeah, but for me, that wasn't that wasn't my issue. I mean, it's like yeah, sure, that happened, but like <laughs> I was just like, I've seen this. <laughs> That was my whole thing. And then, but also just the, the, I want to call it the disillusion, but seeing it on a smaller screen and just not having the same magic there anymore. Yeah. That's, that's where I kind of like fell off. Yeah. So unless I, I think, can watch I it again in 3d, I don't want to do it. You just, yeah. Well, I, I, I believe I watched the second installment in 3d, if I remember correctly, and it was, it was good. And I watched it in a the theater. So yeah, I, mm. it's definitely one of those 
what did you call it? It's 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 all about the experience, and it really right. does make the difference seeing it in the theater versus at home. You know. Right, right, and we discussed this before talking about the movie Gravity because it, uh, it doesn't I hit the same. Which I'll never watch it again. Um, but yes, it does not hit the same. <laughs> never watch that so, one, you know. So that that's the plan anyway. So we'll, I'll follow up either on here or definitely tell you if I do see it. But yeah, that that's uh, that's, that's what's happening. If you see We're not going to do recommendations because we only talked about two movies. Um, in fact, it's just not a regular episode. So are you still uh, on hiatus? Still missing or not missing? You're not missing. Just off the grid. Are you still off the grid? I'm pretty much still off the grid. Yeah, and it's going to be indefinite. So okay. if you need me. Go to Sterling. He's, he's my bodyguard. <laughs> right. I will. I'm like bodyguard, publicist, um, the gatekeeper. We'll, we'll just say yeah, that. Yeah, my gatekeeper. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, because then I get to say no just to people like, do you, can, can you get me in contact with? No, I can't. It's like, you I can't. Like or you don't want, I don't. I don't want to. So does this mean I I've mean, arrived? Could, I think you've arrived and I have. <laughs> Power over who can like talk to you or or gain access to you, and right. I could use this power against you. I'm not going to, but like I'm I'm saying like Tessa Thompson might call and be like, nope, she's not available. And <gasps> you would never. Be so, you would I be wouldn't. fired. Well, you can't fire me. I quit. I can I'm fire kidding. you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Anyway, you can find me at all things at Indube. Thanks so much for entertaining us and letting us entertain you and and hear our thoughts on these two mind bendy movies that hopefully you're also chewing on and hopefully you've seen because if you haven't seen it, we just sat here and just talked about Ruined it all it. for you. Mm-hmm. But then again, there are some people who don't care who just will watch That's it true. anyway. So That's true. Yeah. I mean, we didn't cover half of it for either movie. And I thought we and, at least I thought we did with everything everywhere all at once. We got well, we covered you know. a lot of it, but there's a lot of things we didn't talk about. There's there's I mean, and us talking about it is one thing, but to experience it yourself, nothing right. like it. <laughs> right. Nothing like it. I agree. But either way, that does it for this episode. Um also let us know like if you like these kind of episodes we'll do more of them and if you don't then we'll just put them on Patreon but we're still going to do them cuz there are movies that we need we need to talk about and especially when Courtney watches them because uh, your list is a little shorter now at least so there you go <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy for you <laughs> No really I got so excited when you when you first told me like I am watching this movie and I'm like <gasps> Like I, I probably could have dropped my phone. I was so excited, and then to follow up with Tenant, I'm like, I know, yes. Well, uh, I push my luck. And I try on... to get you to watch RR today, but no, yeah, I mm. I watched some trash TV instead, and it was great. It was it was what I needed for today. Some trash I understand. TV to cleanse the palate. <laughs> well, if you have another mm. snow day tomorrow, then fingers crossed. Know, fingers crossed. <laughs> and that'll do it for this episode. Thank you so much for stopping by and pressing play. I've been your benevolent host, T. Sterling Watson. And remember, the world didn't suck. We'd all fall off henceforth and forevermore. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Indube Podcast. To get more Indube in your life, check out Indube.com. 
patreon.com slash and And of course, merch over at TeePublic. Email us your Ask Indube questions, comments, or just say hi at indubepod at gmail.com. Linky dinks in the descripts. Please rate, comment, follow, subscribe, and hashtag tell your friends. Until next time. Oh,